Good morning, everybody, besides HD. We are The Breakfast Show. We are here to entertain you. And we got some old news, but we'll treat it like new news because D-Lloyd be slipping up. But D-Lloyd, go ahead and say what's up to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy D-Lloyd. We are back. Uh, another episode. Playoffs are officially here. So, you know, time yeah, for we gotta, Yeah, we'll, we'll get to you. You, you, you. you stay right there. We'll get to you in a second. Uh, but HD, say HD, say hello to the people. Hey, um, I'd like to just point out, Deloitte had more energy last night on his other podcast. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll point uh, that out too. To be fair, it wasn't six a.m. Uh, well, <laughs> to be fair, we we we'll get to that in a second. We gotta we gotta discuss this and play there. Uh, we also got Cook in the building. Cook, say hello to people. Yo, what's up, guys? Playoff season about to start up, and uh, we got a 72-hour uh, wildcard weekend, so we got a lot of time to wait for these boom, days. Boom. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It's all it's all half baseball for being out of town. Um, we also got our boy, our residential uh, playoff contender or Super Bowl contender. We got you in the building. We got you our residential timeshare member. <laughs> oh, 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 you hear this, bro? Use that as motivation, Q. I already got my motivation. They disrespected me on the polls. It's cool. It's you wild, know? bro. It's wild, bro. Bro, so before, just to get the star show started off on the very negative note, everybody <laughs> keeps putting CEO and a lot like above. Like, people act like I didn't knock CEO out the playoffs last season. Like, I, like what, what, I don't understand PML, bro. Like, I don't get no respect. So, so, so here it is. We don't think it's a guarantee that you win, and we don't think it's a guarantee that CEO wins. We're just taking a, a risk on that. No, no, we think we think it's a guarantee CEO wins. We just don't think it's a guarantee you beat Hype Mike. Ooh. Oh. 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 I love oh. He said, he said. You said you ain't what even you know get that type Mike. Never mind CEO. What you know that I don't know, Cook? Because you you've been on that you've been on that hype Mike train a lot lately. You and KMFO. I, you know what I know. You know I I know I know that CEO's playing that. That's what he does know. That's a guarantee. Oh, oh. Hey, Vet still hey, has bro, a chance. You don't man. know, bro. Vet is playing for his PML life. Oh God, he may be. He is playing I, I promise, in the life, no, listen, bro. He's making out here in ball, bro. You never know. He's out of listen. highlights if he loses, bro. He's got to win. Bro, he needs more highlights, bro. He's going to come out here. <laughs> He's going to make sure listen, he wins. What he can do is do bro. highlights. Yeah. He can do highlights. Then he can do a little film room and talk about what went wrong. And he can split that into like five parts because it's going to be a lot that went wrong listen, that game for him. If, if that's oh, smart, if he runs, if he listen, if he still needs ideas, and if he runs out of games because he loses this week, just do highlights of other people's games and submit them. <laughs> yeah, hey, that ain't, there's nothing wrong just with download, that. Just download the Twitch VOD and fucking do it. You can do a top ten plays of the wild card weekend. I don't fuck. And then we'll have you have more views. You have you and the other team watch. Send send clips to Cook for uh for for the halftime show. 
come on the breakfast show. He he thought about coming on the breakfast show. I don't know. He talked enough about that. Enough clearly scared them all. No, uh, he just I, I I was supposed to. You reminded me. I was supposed to remind him. I think uh, Sunday. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm not a babysitter. I got. I got plenty to worry about yeah, myself. That's so, to be, the league. That's crazy, I don't really think that. Uh, I don't know you're you're crazy, bro. Yo, I, I, enough fire from hiring guests. We should have brought a rod back for that. Yeah, exactly. We should bring a rod back. Um, but I did want to talk because we got more issues than just Q being upset or that everybody down him. Uh, we got bigger issues. Uh, D Lloyd, <clears throat> please come to the front and the center. To the podium. To the podium, D Lloyd. I don't know why. Thank Q. Do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Yep. I have vacuum. Uh, I have sir, with this sir, one, bro. Sir, 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 I'm not. Listen, listen. I am not. I'm going to say this again. Please put your hand on the Bible and I'm say you are. Say, <laughs> say that you one, are going to. Yeah. Say yeah, that what you are. Not, what if he's not Christian? That was not Catholic. Yeah. Oh, this is toxic. <laughs> Look, put your hand, put your hand on the PML Bible. The PML rulebook. Yeah, on the PML rulebook. Your hands on the PML. <laughs> wait, 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 whose hands are in there? Burn, get your hand off of there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, burn. Do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Yes. All right. Did you or did you not? Drop news on a lesser podcast. A lesser podcast. <laughs> I drop news on another podcast. Yes. A lesser podcast. <laughs> another podcast. Yes. I'm the one asking the questions here. <laughs> a lesser podcast. Yes or no? No. Oh. All right. Oh. So you're you're lying already. You are lying already, and I hate it. So not only did you drop news on a lesser podcast, you also ruined our relationship. Yes or no? I don't know. Yeah, y'all question were- more to you. To me, this is getting personal. I, I, I look at you the same. So I mean, what's the question for you? So, um, I want you to tell the court and the jury, what exactly did you drop on this lesser podcast? I dropped the suspensions. And why did you do that? Because we couldn't drop it on breakfast show. We didn't get the suspension until after Likely the Likely story. Likely story. Likely story, bro. And then what am I wait the next day <laughs> after, after advance? We always try to get inside scoop and everything. And D-Lloyd's like, ah, can't talk about it. Ah, can't do this. So here we mm-hmm. are. Before, before advance, when, you know, when they get announced, he goes on another show and says, like, hey, guys, I got, a, I got an announcement. There's suspensions. Let's do a breakfast mm-hmm. show real quick for about 20 minutes. Nope. Didn't even get that. Nope. Nope. You can't confirm that we did not have the list prior to the breakfast show yesterday. Correct. No, 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 no. But we could have did one last night. 
Why o'clock. will we have a not what? It's not a that's not Did it ever cross your mind to hold on to the news we for could. the morning for the breakfast no, show? Because we didn't know if any yeah, I had to get announced. Yeah, like we had to announce it at did the it, players, did, y'all knew Daniel was playing. Listen, did it also I thought he was about to play. Listen, listen, listen here, Linda. Did it also cross your mind that I could have told JT to hold the announcement because nobody's going to advance me. Because I got no, that we, power. We, we did not. We, I mean, you saw it. We didn't power. know if anybody was going to play or not. I, nope. We knew, I knew because I could see the future. I, mean, I think. I don't Yo, know why I you're upset. I need this, you guys this. to know. <laughs> like. The, the pain that I had to go through. I had to sit all day knowing, I had to sit all day knowing Darnell Moss was about to get suspended. So, first so, so you had this news yesterday, yeah, but you didn't no. give it to us to report it. Oh, I got the news after. You just said you sat all day. Okay, we could have went live again. I, I sat with it for hours knowing that Darnell that's Moss was crazy. about to be suspended. And then I had to type up and tag myself in my own suspension. <laughs> 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 was it as fun as Q typing up Pepper's name for six weeks? No, I was. No, no, Q actually had fun doing that. I was questioning if um it will actually tag like mention myself because yes, it me. yourself when you talk. But and the Q could also confirm this. I tried to appeal my own suspension to myself, and it didn't get appealed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is you're cheating. I brought not only on this show. I brought to the table, appeal, but we can't. I brought to the table wow. that Darnell Moss is not even a real person, and they said appeals. <laughs> 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 there are no appeals. <laughs> and I was like, so I'm not going to get a hearing. And then nobody responded to my hearing request, and I was like, well, this is crazy. <laughs> the justice system is failing you these past two days. <laughs> so I'm the real victim here. We're being honest. You know what I mean. So you guys should feel bad for me. So next next topic, please. <laughs> I I can't confirm that Darnell Moss is not a real person. I said I'm that, sure. bro. I even showed them the picture of you confirming he's not a real person, and it did not matter. <laughs> they acted like I wasn't a real person and just kept talking like I wasn't trying to appeal, bro. <laughs> so, well, so uh, just, to, just to confirm. But we you... can go back over suspensions if you would like. Does that help? Yeah. Yes, we could do that. <laughs> Is that a good second place right there? All right. So No, you... we're not second place. Who's, who's number if one, you... D-Lud? If you D-Line, who's I did, no 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 I'm I, last last thing last thing last thing no I got I got I got to confirm this who's your favorite podcast my favorite podcast uh, I don't know bro it's tough no, you man. better you answer this correctly <laughs> what's your favorite podcast D Lloyd my favorite podcast is probably the Joe Rogan Experience I think he all right fired fired uh, fired. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite PML podcast? <laughs> I didn't want to do this, but the big guns are coming I don't know, out. Bro, listen, listen. Let me go over these suspensions, then I'll think about it and give you an answer potentially All right. later on. 
Uh, so, if for whatever reason, you didn't listen to the Talking PML show, or you didn't right. look at announcements. <laughs> but for, you what, did, for whatever reason, you didn't look you at know, nobody watches Talking PML but because then you, you don't decided suck. to skip both of those avenues and then listen to the Breakfast Show. If that happened, um, we did announce <laughs> <laughs> we did announce suspensions last night, and we did have. Quite a few suspensions, a total of six. We had two from air yardage, and those two air yardage going over the 18.49 air yards was Mike Evans um, with 18.63, and then we had Justin Jefferson from the Vikings with 18.98. So both of those guys will get uh, the four-game suspension starting next season. Uh, for the 80-20 halfback uh touch share thing <laughs> uh, we have joe mixon being suspended with 86 percent of the touches from the running backs uh travis etn um being suspended with 86 percent as well and then ty johnson with 82 percent but since he is a playoff team and we did vote in that new rule um his first playoff game will count at two games and then we will you know potentially go from there and then with the receiver usage rule with over 29.99% of receptions was the Raiders very own Darnell Moss at 30.59. Sheesh. So I want to I wanted to bring something up before AHD goes off about um the the rule change uh cuz you know he's not a big fan of that and neither is uh JT. So um we got a couple people Neither is Q. Neither, neither is Q. Q. Neither all you should have seen all... you should have seen Q's response. <laughs> Q in chat, bro. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, there's I'm a bunch not of people a, not happy about that rule. I don't like it neither. I didn't like it when when it was brought up. I didn't like it during the vote. I don't like it now. But well, so, just just like the usage rules or the, the playoff thing. No, I don't like the playoffs counting as two. <laughs> okay. So uh I wanted to talk about um interesting night names and Mike Evans and Justin Jefferson because those two users suck and it's amazing. They should get rewarded for having somebody right. that was able to put up numbers like that. Well, right. Mally, that's, that's not the angle I was expecting. That yeah, that's right? the angle. Um, Mally <laughs> no. did talk on it and Mally said that he got it wrong. He, like, he thought about it and tried to get it under. He was thinking it was under 18, like 18 period. Like you can't go over 19. So 18.99 or whatever. Yeah. So that's, so that's what that was. So this is the second season in a row for the wide receiver air yards that it's not fast players that are doing this. This is not Tyree Kill. This is yeah. uh, Diggs last season. This is Justin Jefferson who has 92 speed. This is Mike Evans who has 90 or 91 speed. So once again, these aren't like uh, like the reason why the rules were invented almost. It's just, you know, kind of uh, secondhand casualties. And, um, you know, maybe once again makes you think about uh, the air yards. like. Does it need to be adjusted? Maybe not. You know, that's more up to JT than anything else. But, you know, just for the second season in a row, it's, it's Mike Evans getting suspended and not Tyree Hill. So I say no on that just because it's not a um, – it's not mainly, you know, just a burner thing like it was back in Madden 19. It was also a realism thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah uh, I guess. If you're constantly you throwing deep balls – yeah, if you if you if you're like if like Q and you know constantly throwing deep crosses to your tight end, you know, it it can definitely uh you know be annoying that you don't have any other concepts. Uh, hold on. And I it won't. 
I could bring up our little spreadsheet thing. Um, so I think a big problem with that too is you look at the receptions for the two guys, right? Mike Evans only had 35 catches. So wow, wait, wait. So isn't it 35 to qualify? It's 30. No, it's 30. 30, to qualify. 30. So you barely so, even qualify to make it on the list. And no, like me using the Bucks last season as well, like he, he has such a high spectacular catch rating and he's so tall. So yes, he's not the fast guy, but he's like, I'ma just throw it up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm literally just about to throw it up to him because he's just tall and I'm he, I'm a hope he's gonna go up and make the catch. I mean, at least that's from my perspective. And he didn't I didn't really throw the ball to him in regular situations. I've never played with Justin Jefferson, like ever in Madden. So I can't tell you if that's the case or not. Uh, but he only had forty two receptions. So Neither of the receivers were, like, close to, like, leading the league in catches or anything like that. And I think that is why, you know, like, the guys who got more catches, you know, to kind of even out long term, I feel like, when it comes to the air yards. So you got those, those two with air yards, which is uh, interesting because, you know, they didn't have a high-powered offense. So, you know, a lot of that would have came through garbage time and garbage CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, uh, at the end of the day, you, you kind of sit back and think, hey, man, if I didn't try to get seven when I was down 52, uh, knowing it wouldn't change anything, then, you know, maybe he wouldn't be suspended at this point. Um, another interesting thing was uh, somebody like uh, Travis Etienne and Joe Mixon. Uh, the, the reason I brought them up is because they're like 86% compared to 82 I think that's uh, somebody had 82. Who was going at 82? Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. He was close. He was relatively close. Not, not, you know, he probably had a lot of carries, so it looks a lot bigger than it is, but he was close to 80%. The other two were not even close at 86, and they probably would be at 90, if not more, if things like injuries or auto subs happen because of how tired they are running back up. Um, do you think those two specifically uh, don't pay attention to the to the uh, share rule at all? So, I, I think with I was going to say that King K came in the chat last night. He said uh, he wanted to make an appeal to the rule because he ran a lot with Mixon in his last game because his internet connection was bad, which was a great story, except for the fact that uh, if you're at 86%, you probably were getting suspended no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> and if uh, just to clarify, I don't think I said it. You know how we do the random week? It was pulled for week 17. So this is a week 18 thing. It wasn't even considered. Um, mm. It was at the end of week 17 where your stats were. So, and some of these suspensions, um, like I like literally with the Jaguars and the Lions, right? They were at eighty six percent, or the Jaguars at eighty six percent week seventeen. At the end of eight week eighteen, down to seventy nine, and that's exactly why we have the random number as well because Ooh. you know, day I could drop it. You know what I mean? So, um, the Lions as well. They went from eighty two percent at the end of week seventeen down to seventy six percent at the end of week eighteen. Oh, is that that's the I system? Just, I just missed it. Uh, I I was basically saying that like the Jags and the Lions got underneath that threshold under Week 18, um, but uh, Week 17 uh, was when it was pulled, and that's why we have like the random because we want to keep people kind of honest, you know, the entire yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's not supposed to be. Well, for ten weeks, you you could be you know not honest, and then. 
you know, next three games. But that's dead in the middle of your season, and you don't want to lose your your star player uh, for games like that. You could pick and choose when you have your star player out. You know, uh, you know, I'm playing HD this week. I'm playing Neff this week. I sit, you know, I'm going to sit this guy because I feel like I can still beat him without uh, my superstar running. Back. Yeah. So. So it, it, it's it's interesting. It's definitely a uh, you know a topic as far as uh, our guys actually paying attention to it enough. And, um, and with ETN as well, you have to consider that T Bandit does not run the ball. You know what I mean? Like he threw the ball. He had like six hundred and something attempts. So it's also harder to spread that. Like even with like. Um, your halfback auto subs, it's harder to spread that wealth around when you're literally running the ball eight to ten times in the game. So that's something to, to also consider. Yeah, the odd thing to me is usually that, like, the people that get suspended are more so non-playoff teams. You would think the playoff teams would be the ones pushing it to the edge, but the non-playoff teams are pushing it over the edge and getting burned, and they're set back well, for next season. So I think, like, too, you have a situation where a lot of, because obviously I'm looking at like the data, and you kind of see like when they get out of it. A lot of them, too, kind of have it early. like They're suspended early, but then I think they start resting players or start kind of worrying, like shifting to that mindset, too. Um, I think that could do with some of the teams that were almost, you know what I mean, like almost yeah. suspended. Like, if we would have had a week earlier, there would have been more suspension. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. So um, it's it's always interesting. I can speak for Darnell Moss. I did not pay any attention to it at all this season. Like last season I did. Uh, this season, for whatever reason, I just did not care, bro. Uh, and I kind of blame Neff because I was under the 30% until I played Neff. And wow. Then the week- <laughs> wow. That's wild. That's wild. That's what we- yeah, bro. So look, I literally uh underneath it, I have that was at 29.92%. I played enough, I go to 30.39. Ooh, so what happened was is I knew where you were because I, I did I, I did the usage drill and I was like, all right, I'm gonna leave him open, knowing that even if you burn me with them, guess what? He's still gonna get suspended. So at the end of the day, I think. Even though I might have lost the game, I yeah. still win. And another player that was really close was Cammy with Kamara, and I think oh. maybe you knew that. Remember, we talked about we talked about him not giving the ball to Kamara, yeah. like him kind of phasing him out, and maybe that was a a reason. Was it was it was uh, running game or was it a reception oh, usage? Reception, reception usage. Okay. He had uh, what was his high point? He had thirty percent. And then he was nice. really straddling. They went 30%, 29, 28, 27 to 26 at the very last. I know uh, Travis at the end had 100 and something receptions this season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 103 he, or something. Yeah, yeah that's he's, a, still, he's still under. Like the highest he got was 25%. That was the highest. I know I wasn't even close because I, I abide he by throws, the rules. He throws the ball so much again that like it kind of evens itself out. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Definitely makes but then it's the opposite for the running because you run the ball so little that like even though it may not seem like you're you're getting up there, you're getting up there. You know what I mean? Because literally, if you run the ball hundred times, the other dude has to run it twenty. Uh, other teams are going to give the ball, you know, two hundred, three hundred times. So it's just a little yeah. easy to kind of get that over the course of the game. 
Yeah, exactly. But, you know, enough about the suspensions. We got playoffs to talk about. We talked about it a little bit yesterday and kind of gave our predictions. Um, but I want to deep dive into it. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, HD. HD, you want this, right? As I hear a remote a control going on in the back. HD, you with us? No. On, but you absolutely got not. Absolutely not. Well, I need to know, like, I want to, he, he had a lot to say in chat about the rule change to the playoff games. Um, you know, I know you said you don't like it, D-Lloyd, and Q doesn't like it. Speak, speak to it. What was that? I said I can speak on it a little bit. Uh, yeah, you speak. You got to so, speak on it. So you know, the rule was set up, uh, you know, of course, to prevent overusage and people doing uh, just you know things that we don't think are sin uh, when overusing players. So the only two people in the playoffs that got suspended last season, I believe, were Baba and Hefe. Yeah. Devontae Adams and who was Bubba's? Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. So, yeah. and then Hefe, and, and, and again, before I even get into this, it has absolutely nothing to do with Hefe personally. It's just he's in a situation because it was his person. And so he didn't like the rule. He felt like it should be changed, whatever. But at the same time, this person also made it to the Super Bowl without that person. And he also, you know, completed his season, you know, breaking the rules. So, I I understood where he was coming from, but it's been a rule in PML forever. So he, I don't know what he said or how people just kind of hop on trains, but he was like, oh, no, I don't like that rule. And he and he said it in a way that was calm. He wasn't, like, aggressive and calling it stupid. And it seemed like when people try to make points and they, uh, when it comes from certain people, I'll say that, when points come from certain people, even if they don't make sense, like, people just hop on a train without actually thinking about it or, you know, trying to make it make sense. If why would you make it easier for these people to get their suspensions going with it only being two games? Do you know if I had the chance to go to the playoffs and all I had to do was, you know, let's say abuse Saquon and then I know I wouldn't have him for two games? Cool. I would abuse him and get to the playoffs. The rule needs to be stern so people don't break the rules. And all you did was make it easier for playoff teams to be like, fuck that rule. I don't. I didn't think it should have even been up for a vote. And the reason why I say that, like, if you ask just like American people, right, outside, like, do you think you should go to jail this long for this? What the? F- Everybody's gonna say no. Like, no, right. it shouldn't be as long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, because nobody wants the punishment, right? The purpose of it is a is a punishment. You're not yeah. supposed to enjoy it. You're not supposed to be like, hey, this is not that bad. It's cool. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's literally it's punishment. Yeah, it's supposed to be mean. It's supposed to take something away from you. And, and at this point, I'm sorry, the way the rule set up, it just seemed like it hurts the teams that's not in the playoffs more than it hurts the teams. The thing is, thing is this. The, the punishment works. And you know why the punishment worked? Because the highest percentage that anybody had on the Packers this whole season was 21%. The highest percentage that anybody had on the Bills, and this is Bubba we're talking about, was twenty two percent? They weren't even close. None of them were close. Okay, so clearly, the well, they, no, no, they no, no, no. At the you talk about D, yeah, DK's area. Let's talk about DK's area. <laughs> that we know was up there. No, in the air yards, they 
they weren't on the list. I mean, they didn't yeah, get. Yeah, I was saying that's what they got suspended for. Was for the air yard. So like, and he was there again, and he had to work oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, Bubba was there, but Bubba always. Bubba about to push the limit, bro. He that's a different person. He's, he's got a cheesy ass offense, and he knows it. Cheesy ass offense always gets him in trouble. Yeah, bro. Like I'm tired. Like look. I I am I mess with Bubba. I am Hall, tired bro. of Darnell Moss being. I, I uh, mess with Bubba, bro. But if I gotta talk about Bubba in this commission chat one more time, bro, like just stop, bro, just chill. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> all I was fucking about yesterday. I'm not talking about you, but chill, no, like, I said it. I said it in the chat yesterday in the comments chat, like I like and what Deloitte said. It's just one of those things that don't need to be wrote on. I think sometimes we be a little bit too diplomatic and we a little bit too. Uh, the de- democracy. What is it? What's the word I want to use? You know what I'm trying. Too much of a democracy. Like some things just need to be what they are, and if you don't like it, then fuck off. Basically, I, I tell you this, bro. With with vet suspension, we did not tell this man, hey, bro, you got ten games, but a playoff game gonna count as two. <laughs> like absolutely not, bro. <laughs> like if you, absolutely not, they're gonna be suspended regardless. So you better, you know, figure it out. You know, <laughs> like that's how it's supposed to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we were like, hey, bro, you negative in this content point game. It won't like, hey, bro, but don't worry, we'll push it back. Like, no, if you don't get it by Super Bowl, it's automatic. You out off top. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, that's how it's supposed to work. Like, that's the point of a punishment, in my opinion, bro. So, I just feel like I, I don't even know why it was up. I don't think it was a cruel, unusual punishment. Nobody complained about it before. You know what I mean? Like everybody knew what it was. It was up front. It it is what it is. Bro. And how and how I feel about it too. Like it, like you shouldn't even be complaining about it because obviously it sucks at first. But you shouldn't even be thinking about that rule for next season. The fact that you would even think about that rule for next season tells me like you're okay with breaking the rule. Like obviously uh, the rule might not be the best when it first hits you. But it shouldn't hit you again. That's why the rule's in place to say, hey, you just did this. You have to suffer uh, suffer a consequence. Don't do it again. And, and even the excuse of, like, playoff games mean more. So it should, why should we be penalized more? I don't necessarily agree with that. Because, yes, playoff games mean more. But the team that didn't make the playoffs, one, they didn't make the playoffs, right? Two, you're suspended due for four games in a regular season. You know what I mean? Like, that's almost a quarter of a season. Like, yes, that would affect – if I just drop four games, if anybody just drop four games, that's going to affect <laughs> – that's going to affect you making the playoffs the next year too. So this – yes, it's like it, it delays, I guess, the penalty somewhat, but you're still going to feel it. I don't I don't think a uh, suspension could be – should be uh, voted on. If it's suspensions, it should be handled just by the commission team. Because only the commission team, because everybody in the league is going to say, hey, yeah, I don't want this to, to be that long because, you know, my season this, my season that. So everybody's going to say that, my playoff run this, my playoff run that. So why should it be voted on by the people that are benefit, benefiting from the uh, the rule being lesser than what it is? You know what I mean? Well, it should be voted on them. It should only have the commissioners involved. Saying, hey, how do we uphold the integrity of the league? I'd say give them eight games at this point. Give them, give them freaking eight games. And let the get playoff games count as two. You miss them for the playoffs. And then you miss a guy for uh, eight games next season if you don't make the playoffs. I think uh, not making the playoffs and breaking a rule is like 
like a slap in the face. Like you're stupid. Like you should have, you didn't break the, you broke a rule and you still didn't make the playoffs. You like, should feel like, double as bad. Like I broke a rule, didn't make the playoffs, and had to mention myself. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so that that is that is a, a triple whammy right there. That is a triple whammy. Um, HD, you back with us because you're not gonna get any points if you're not back with us. I'm here. All I'm right. here talking about this. First of all, bitch, I just told you I was with us. Second of all, um, I disagree with your idea of the suspension of it should be longer if you miss the playoffs. I will be longer longer if you make the playoffs. You should miss the fucking playoffs and more next year because that's probably how you got there. How do you feel about people that? That don't get there, but still break a rule. I think, well, obviously, you're fucking stupid. Um, Secondly, um, I think, uh, what's it called? I think if you you make the playoffs, and fuck that whole playoff games count as two. No, it's fucking stupid. Um, You get your four games. I think it should be, uh, I think it should be eight also. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Like you said, but not not the doubling for playoff games. you you should miss the playoffs and part of next year, because um, again you probably got there from breaking that rule, and then, um, you know if you didn't make the playoffs you're just getting eight games. You you're you're missing eight games the right season because you just fucking you, you suck at that point. But um, you know they should miss the playoffs. They should miss part of next year. I mean we we've had the the rules for how long? I mean at this point it's just like you're just if you hit them you're kind of just not paying attention. Like that's that's your own fault. And notice yeah. Hefe, you know, Hefe caused this whole uproar, and the motherfucker, and, and it, it, the exact, ha- what we said last year happened. It happened to him once last season, and now it's probably never going to happen again because he had no suspensions this year. It, there's no reason to change it, because unless you're anticipating breaking the rule again, then you're like, oh, I got to make sure this, is, this isn't as harsh, because if I break it again, I don't have to worry. Like, no, it, it should be eight games, and that's it. No double this for playoff games. No this, this. It's eight games. That's it. Yeah, so uh, it is what it is at, the, at this point. We'll see if it comes back up um, in the offseason. Well, I know. I, well, I know I, well, a lot of people aren't very vocal about stuff. I know, obviously, me and Q were very vocal about it last night. Even JT came in chat and were like, yeah, you guys are getting me hot. Like, this this was a bad rule change. Like, I don't like it. I'm just like, like bro, this is you're, – you're the president of this league. Veto that fucking thing. Like, if you know it's not good, just veto it. Because we could just do any suspensions are our, our two games. Why don't Why don't we just do that? Every suspension means double. You know what I mean? Like that's just dumb. You shouldn't benefit from making the playoffs because you broke a rule. No, I agree. So, anyway, what's the next topic, man? Because um. I think we all agree on this on this on topic. He's muted. I don't know what he had on the uh, slope. I was busy with my boss. He said, "Oh, of course." <laughs> Get his ass, Deloitte. Get his ass. Only when we need to move to the next topic, he gets a phone call. The day, I don't know the, the day he doesn't. Oh, okay. Topic. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, the playoff matchups. I think we're about to talk about the playoff matchups. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about. Then, if, <laughs> if he comes back and doesn't like it, uh, too bad. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and just go in order of my Madden man. So the first playoff matchup we have is the two versus seven seed in the AFC side. We have the Buffalo Bills versus 
the Miami Dolphins, a third matchup between these teams. We know how hard it is to beat a team twice, let alone three times in a season. Um, but let I feel alone like, Bubba. Yeah, but I feel like Bubba is the favorite in this game. What are your thoughts, you know, oh, on yes. this one? Yeah, I think without a doubt, Bubba. I mean, Fallen hasn't beat Bubba yet. So until, you know, Fallen got close in the last game. Like, Fallen definitely, you know, with Russell has closed the gap a little bit. But um, I think he's still missing a little bit defensively at the end of the day to, you know, really put that strain to get that key stop when he needs it. But, I mean, I don't know who has the defense for those bills. Yeah, no. um, They're rolling, bro. Um, They don't have any suspensions right now, neither. Um, <laughs> so I mean, they're, they're out there with the full, the full squad. It's, it's, it's a tough one. Like, like I said, they're the favorites in my opinion. So, oh, uh, and it's a blizzard game. It's a blizzard game. I think that might hurt the Dolphins more than it hurt the Bills. Um, they got a kick in that, you know, the Bills like the speed at receiver is going to slow those guys down. Um, you know, digs and DK. I, I kind of, I kind of wish they mattered. I think so. I wish it mattered a little more. Like I think, like I think Bubba should get like you know they do minus ten. I think Bubba should get the minus ten on the stats. But if you're from Cali or Florida, you should get minus fifteen because you're not used to Bubba is. You know, they're they're in Buffalo all that. They're used to it. The, the Florida teams. They don't they don't fuck with snow. They don't know that. I think you should be affected more than the team that's home with the snow should. Yeah, hit up Noel. See how he feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I like home field advantages. Like I said, I, you know, yeah, I can see your point. Maybe they get a little slight, like less of a hit because they're used to it. I guess theoretically will be the be the reasoning behind it. But um, I just like the way it changes the game. You know what I mean? Like it just makes you have to be cognizant of it. Because we talked about it before we even knew the matchup. We were like, yo, they could be playing in the snow. Like, that's in Buffalo. You know what I mean? And then you have games like, you know, Q going up against Hype Mike in the Dome, and it's the opposite, right? Like, you're going up against the, the Lions, and their advantage is they get faster. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, I like, the, you know, there's the different games, and I think, you know, not uh, not enough people talk about the home field advantages, potentially citing things. We know, obviously, what you did, Cook, going over the numbers and kind of proving yeah. that it's somewhat, you know, somewhat important, plays somewhat of a role in games, so... Um, we'll see. That's why I think Bubba though is in a good spot, but we'll see how the game, you know, turns out. Because once again, this is the third, what their fifth time fifth playing this, this cycle, and then they played at least ten times last cycle. <laughs> so I mean, I don't think you're pulling out anything new. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, I, definitely, I, definitely not falling. But I think it's just so hard to play Bubba because you got to worry about DK. <laughs> You got to worry about Stefan Diggs fucking running routes. You got to worry about Josh Allen having too much time and getting busy. So yeah, yeah. I think it just comes down to Paul and not turning the ball over. Uh, yeah. I think when we watch that game, I think uh, on the red zone, uh, yeah. the, he played a good first half, but then uh, he started turning the ball over. And I think if he, he keeps it close, that's his best chance. But if he turned the ball over, it's just too many – Fucking ways for the Bills to score, and uh, if you keep giving them, if you give them more chances, you're just not gonna win it. That's what I mean. I honestly think. I, I thought, I thought I emphasized enough to since you said you watched the Reds. I thought I emphasized it enough that Fallen Fallen can't turn the ball over and give Bubba that advantage. But I don't think he listened. 
Well, Bubba doesn't mm. have bad defense, but that's clearly his weak point. Like he plays very uh I don't risky know defense. Yeah, it's extremely risky. You can get him and falling, he just needs to not be afraid. Like I want I don't want him to turn the ball over, but I also want to see him be aggressive and you know make Bubba start to think, oh, I have to score. Like he has to make him uncomfortable on offense some type I of think- way. And if- Man, I mean, I don't know what I, to tell you. That's gonna be a lot. I think game. he went conservative, though. I think he went conservative because he knows he's playing Bubba. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he didn't want to be aggressive and turn the ball over. He's he's got to find a way to be aggressive and play smart. And not yeah, turn. I mean, I know that's like the hard. It's easy to say, of course, for all of us. Mm-hmm. We always do it every game, but like that's literally what you have to do to be him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see him getting it done defensively. He just don't have the yeah. team for it. Yeah, I think strategically for falling, slowing the pace of the game down is probably to his advantage, right? Because the less possessions the Bills offense sees yeah, on the field, the, the better for you. And falling yeah, I mean, has the offense to do that, you know, just, you know, short throws to Waddle, the way he throws to his running back, Ahmed, he can do that, try to control the pace. Yeah, I think obviously I, I'm probably the most aggressive player in here. And I, I, I can tell you, obviously, you know, you can see my turnovers. I'm not very smart about it. And it's not like I don't try to be. I, I, I find it very hard to be as aggressive as I play and not turn it over, take care of the ball, and, and be successful. Yeah, man, I think we all tried. I don't think we're going out there like, man, I'm ready to throw this pick this way. Uh- <laughs> well, a lot of guys, well, a lot of guys are like, ah, you know, I'll be aggressive. You know, who gives a fuck what happened? You know, and yeah. like, you know, we've seen Mike do it. Mike's like, ah, I shouldn't do it. I'm going to be aggressive here. I shouldn't do this, but, yeah, you know, yeah, fuck yeah. it, whatever happens. He throws a pick. He's like, ah, I knew it. And I'm just like, you know, that that's kind of what I mean. And, you know, that you know, everybody has those moments as well. I, and to I, specify, I got, you're talking I, about old bucket, right? Because it's like three, two yeah, or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so that's like D-Wood's favorite moment when Mike does that. So that's the first thing that came to mind. But, like, you know, we got, we got mentality, you know, not mentality objects. Mike don't do it all the time, but some plays he does. So I'd be like, some guys are okay with that. But other guys come in like, all right, yeah, we could be aggressive, but we gotta like take care of it. And it's like that it it's hard to do both. So obviously, if you're being aggressive, you're being a very big risk taker. Um, so that you know, it, it sometimes it just bites you in the ass. I say he'd be aggressive. I mean, playing that conservative style hasn't <laughs> helped him get a win against Bubby yet. Uh, it's the playoffs. Go 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 big or go on. That's all I'm saying. The only the only way I think your conservative will work. Um, is like Cook said, limit the turn, not limit the turn, limit his possessions. Um, yeah, make, like just uh, like I mean, you gotta play a smarter I game. I did it against Neff in the first half when I played him. I was, you know, I was kind of like trying to play conservative. I threw three picks or whatever. Like I had two clock on in our first in, in our first half. Like from 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 the first play, just try that and just play conservative and let the time run itself out and. Keep the ball out of Bubba's hand. Mm-hmm. Make make ask him to make a play on defense. You, yeah, I feel like what it can what what falling in the way he plays defense too is when I played him after the game. He even messaged using Jen Chai. He said that was annoying because I I kind of forced him to take that drag every single time, or I forced him to take the underneath every single time, or took a, took away his running back and forced him to find a drag somewhere. Um, so guys like that don't like to play that way. They're, they're waiting to be able to take that shot. And he even got a, a shot, a shot or two on me where I had the wrong adjustments on. And without those, maybe he's 
a little less patient than he was. And he, he starts to take more and more shots. He tried to hit a lot of scenes. Like, he wasn't okay with just taking the drag or taking the check down. He tried to hit me with scenes. He tried to find different ways to hit me downfield. And you could definitely take advantage of that, uh, especially if you're playing that bend but don't break defense. I think that's where a lot of the wins come from. Uh, guys like, uh, you know, C, and they're they're not in the same breath as far as defensive scheme, but you got Z, you got uh, Bacon was a lot like that. He was a lot of Tampa, too, and, you know, keep everything in front and come up and tackle. And playing, you know, playing that type of defense against guys like Fallen and even guys like Bubba really help your team because they're not very patient with the ball or very patient with their drives. They're, they're so similar. Fallen could uh, probably Cook. just think of his own weaknesses and, and do what hurts him. And it'd probably work against Bubba. They're so similar. Cook, do we have any injuries on either side to talk about? Uh, no, just, I mean, Shaquem Griffin, the linebacker, he's out. I don't know how much he plays for Bubba's team, but he's out for this week. Oh, that's it for both sides? Yeah, well, Dolphins have a clean slate. All right, actually, you know, know, Shaquem Griffin does play for uh, Bubba. It seems like he gets some, like he actually gets playing time every week. So that could be a uh, a small hole in that defense. But based on how his defense and uh, defense is, I don't I don't think it's a uh, a big mess. If he was missing an offensive piece, then you could say, hey, that might I mean, be a big mess. I mean, that's like a ninety speed linebacker, so like it might affect some of the stuff he does. Or I'd say, I should say eighty six speed because it's a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, eighty six speed. Um, that that really helps out Bubba. The the blizzard part it really really helps out Bubba. Um, you know because even though Bubba doesn't run the ball, they have so much speed on the uh, other side. I wouldn't I wouldn't say Bubba doesn't run the ball. I know season one Bubba did a really good job running with Matt Breida and had a good balance to his game. Mm-hmm. Well, so maybe you see. Do you see more of De- Devin Singletary this time? But what you said, though, Neff, is, you know, it helps with the speed, but his corners are, are going to be slower, too, so there's really going to be no difference. They're not gonna yeah, be but ty- it throws off – it throws off – Well, it throws off the time, and it also do- doesn't matter how fast your, your pass rush is. Obviously, there's some pass rush that gets there a little faster based on, you know, the defensive line. Ed Oliver, at 71 speed, could definitely get there before the, the, his 85 speed – uh, wide receiver is able to break free from the coverage. You know what I mean? Like, that speed gets there a lot faster, giving the pass rush a lot less time. I think you give the pass rush a little more time, unless he's rolling back to the end zone, then you're, you're still pretty much got like four, four and a half seconds, five seconds, depending on how the offensive line holds up. You still got that amount of time to wait for these routes to develop. I don't think there's a big change in the pass rush. With, with, with the change of speed. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way, but that's how I feel about it. Um, you know, uh, I wanted to take a look at the stats, but we know how this matchup has gone over over the season. Uh, Bubba has taken this, and we think it's going to be a lot more of the same. Uh, let's move on to the next matchup. We've got the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. 10-7 Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks. The Green Bay Packers spent 90% and 95 – well, 95% of the season 
playing with Jordan Love or a punter at quarterback because he was suspended and uh, Aaron Rodgers got injured. Um, it's going to be night and day when the Seahawks, you watch recent game film, you get one game of Rodgers and the rest of Jordan Love. It's going to be night and day when it comes to playoff time. Uh, do we have any key injuries on both sides? Uh, so for the Seahawks, we definitely have injuries. They actually have a laundry list of injuries. Bobby Wagner is out this week. Uh, they're down at a 71 defense, 71 overall defensive tackle. They're down Trey Burton, their number two tight end. They're down Eric Wilson, one of their starting outside linebackers. And Julio Jones is out for the oh. And then so, for the Green Bay Packers, it's uh, David Bakhtiari is out for three weeks. Is this going to be a snow game too? Does anybody know? Do we have confirmation or neither guy? Uh, mentioned it. No, I don't think nobody uh, said nothing. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, so no game. That's that's drama's best chance to win it. If it's not a oh, snow yeah. game, it's yeah. going really ugly. Well, as of right now, no one opened up the pop up because I'm just like checking through the players, and no one has like that minus four speed or anything to their players. Gotcha. Well, that's like, if, if that's it is a snow game, game. Does, does it really work to into dramas? Um, you know. Uh, benefit because no, he still I don't has think it does. he still has Kenny Clark and he still is a good coach and could game plan to make him throw the ball and I don't I think don't, drama without Julio Jones would be able to throw the ball. Yeah, I don't think a, I think a snow game would benefit Hefe because that would make him more yeah. of a deep battle and we know how good that Packers defense has been this season and just overall since I've been gone. I feel like in the snow when I played uh, Hefe last season in the playoffs, it made him make. Bad reads. Now I don't know if he was just not there mentally when we played, but it just seemed like he made better reads when when we didn't play in the snow. Like he just kind of it was it was easier to bait him and to make him throw what I wanted him to throw in the snow. But Wait, which you know, is like, with the players slowing down, the game kind of slows down for him. Yeah, it throws yeah. off the timing of those uh, deep uh, developing plays that he likes to run. Yeah, and it's like they couldn't get across the field fast enough, and so I had time to see it versus, you know, the regular speed. So that's why I think it helps drama a little bit more than hurting him. But, you know, either way, the injuries, uh, A-Rod coming back, it's just not – I don't think it's going to be fun at, fun at all. Like, I think it's just – it might be like a 21 game. Like, he might really – Fuck drama. 21 skunk. <laughs> well, well uh, you, you talked about a snow game, too, and uh, Bobby Wagner's out. There's your best one stuffer uh, on the defense, besides Jamal Adams. You don't have Bobby Wagner. That's a huge hit to your defense in, in, in a snow game, and he still has Aaron Jones. So that that is huge, uh, you know, when it comes to that game. Um, I want to take a look at how these teams match up on my Madden. So I'm just taking a look here. The estimated score right now is 30 for the Packers, 28 for the Seahawks. Uh, points for the Packers uh, have the don't have the advantage. The Seahawks have the advantage. Can, can we talk about y'all's schedule? Like drama is boasting his season. He beat Z. He beat K Mac. Those are those are notable wins. K Mac handed them the, the game. Let's be honest about that. Not only he also cheated by you know. Uh, before he, he was saying, hit, hit my sim score, hit my sim score. He knows K-Mac's not going to hit his sim score. But he had a uh, Jamal Adams subbed in at linebacker. Now, he found ways around that to beat Z. Uh, the 3-4, uh, putting the, sub, uh, the safety at uh, outside linebacker. 
he found ways around that in in, in uh, the formation zones. So those two games, he technically cheated to win. You know, technically cheated in, in, in a sense. Not saying it's the only thing that factored in, but he, it helped him. Um, yeah. K-Mac had the game in hand, just to run that back. K-Mac had the game in hand, threw him a pick when he, all he had to do was run the ball and the clock would have been done. Like, no shot of stopping the clock, no timeouts. And K-Mac got cute and threw a pick, let him back in the game, and that's pretty much how he won in overtime, correct? Or did he win in regulation? Does anybody? I think it was in regulation. Yeah, you're throwing like a dock and tower rocket to win. Yeah, so it was basically because K Mac handed him the win. Uh, K Mac didn't take it as serious. Wasn't it like a deep deep post with three Broncos chasing him or something? Yep. Anyway, lost it up there. Yep. How do you feel about uh, drama season? Uh, I think he had a good. I mean, he won. Uh, of course, the the, the wins. I mean, I, the, he won. He won. He beat the Chargers. He beat K Mac. Uh, he had the third place schedule. We played the NFC South, so I don't think he did bad. Uh, I still think once he lost, he just kind of fell off. And you know, I I think it's gonna really tell how bad of a decision it was that he traded Russ and uh, DK. Like, I think you're going to start to see it more. I, I feel like all that other stuff was real fluky. Like, I feel like I can go out there and get, not after K-Mac and Z, but the other wins he got on the season, I could go out there with my backup and get wins. So that's not impressive to me. So, but I think what he does in this playoffs is going to really expose him. Like, how he always say, I'm trying to expose cats. I think this playoff game is going to expose drama. So I wanted to bring up you, – you brought up that he had a third-place schedule. And in the NFC, I mean, besides the NFC East, uh, it's the third-place strong in any division. Even even your own, whoever's in third – from two, two to four, you don't have a strong division. It's top-heavy. And I feel like the NFC North is that way. You get LQ or you get um, JP. Either one – uh, definitely could have an off night and you can win. Um, and then the NFC South has all fourth place teams in it, you know, even though somebody has to win. But um, I don't feel like, like, once you get out of the two, uh, it comes to second place schedule, third, the first, third place, you're kind of in, you know, you're in uh, the positive there because you're, you're playing lesser uh, competition. Yeah, so this year drama strength the schedule was a, a 0.496, which is pretty much average. Last year he actually had one of the toughest strength of schedules with the Seahawks, like in the entire league. It was uh, like 0.55 or something like that. So you know, I, I think last season I, that brutal schedule might have just put him like behind the eight ball a little bit. And um, you know, we made jokes every time about how the NFC you know, versus the AFC and all that. But at the end of the day, drama still turns it around. Made a plus five win increase, made the playoffs as the two seed. So, you know, so like, you have some flowers of drama for making, you know, getting some big wins. However, he got the wins, right? I don't, I don't think we can say he cheated against you. I think that's a little, uh, little extreme. Like, cheated. He, still, he, still he cheated. Won, still out there and won the game. K Mac might have goofed around, but drama still went out there and threw the dots. So, yeah, um, yeah. it's like, it, it, you know, he. It, I, I think drama this season showed his true potential in that NFC where he can be one of those playoff teams. Last season was like, you know, he was a little bit off, but 
I mean, there's not many spots open in that uh, NFC uh, uh, playoff race, so he put himself in there now. It's like someone that can contend every season. So uh, I'm taking a look at some of the stats, too, in this game. Green Bay Packers actually, uh, when it comes to total yards, have the weaker offense compared to the Seattle Seahawks. So right now, the Seattle Seahawks have the advantage on offense. The Green Bay Packers have advantage on defense. Do you see that playing out when you look at these two teams? Now he doesn't have Julio Jones. Um, he's actually playing somebody with competition. You take his strength of schedule into effect. That Green Bay Packers offense uh, defense might feast against the Seattle Seahawks because I don't think he's played anybody that could really lock him up like like Hefe can. Now recording. Yeah. I think I think the one thing drama has to his advantage is. You know, he's someone who has an unorthodox play style. And when I say unorthodox, I mean, like, you know, if you're going to see plays that he runs on offense and defense, you're going to be like, all right, that's not what I was expecting compared to what the, like, you know, the common plays would be ran in those situations. So, you know, sometimes it gets him burnt, but sometimes that helps him out. You know, you know, we'll see how it works out here, but that could at least be an advantage of a curveball. We'll see if that gets him, you know, a close game or down by 50. Yeah, exactly. I think, it's either going north or south. I think drama strength, like on offense, or like the, the the way his offense works the best, and this is what most people is if he can run the ball with Chris Carson. If Hefe completely takes Chris Carson out the game, and which I feel like is going to happen, well, with Kenny Clark in the middle and inside stuff, he's going to be able to take him completely out the game. And once drama and and the K Mac did the same thing to me uh, when I played him. Once he knew I wasn't going to run the ball no more and I didn't want to run the ball no more and all I was going to do was pass, it made passing 10 times fucking harder. Like, he was just fucking covering everything. So he could do whatever he wanted to. And I see – I feel like that's what's going to happen in this game. I think Drama, if he's not going to be able to get the run game going and he's going to turn one-dimensional and it's just going to fall apart quickly. Because he, he's going to have to – he's yeah, going to have to keep up with scoring because he's not going to stop A-Rod's offense. I mean, half A's offense. He's not going to stop it. That's just my thoughts, though. I, I'm not being biased. So, uh, I played yeah. both of them multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, one interesting thing is uh, turnover difference. Right now, Drama uh, actually has a better turnover difference uh, compared to uh, the Packers. Who do you see making the most well, mistakes in this game? Well, Hefe started off really bad with Jordan Love when that happens. He still had the, mm-hmm. the A-Rod tendencies. He had the A-Rod tendencies. Don't dumbass passes and shit. That kind of mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, thinking that you have those those lanes, but that you really don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm listening to you guys, and I'm like, you know, I feel like a lot of the stuff that's being said about drama is more so You'd rather see him fail to then succeed. Like it's very like discrediting to drama. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, that's why that's why I tried to say that. Like Like, he had a good season. Yeah, he's playing well. He got he got rid of two X factors and he's still balling out. And like, I don't know. He only beat K Mac and Z because he cheated technically. And it's like, uh, did he really though? Like, I mean. (laughs) He he still won the game. Like I feel like yeah. having a linebacker there wouldn't have changed anything either. You know, I mean I don't know. It's just a lot of discrediting going on with oh he had the third place schedule. You know what other third place teams really good? Like that's not true in like, any game. 
because Jamal Adams definitely was on the line of scrimmage and ran back and covered a fucking vertical route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if there was any other linebacker, but, he could But the thing the is, ball. is when you play the when you play them at linebacker, they play as linebackers. Uh, no, apparently not. Apparently, apparently uh, not. They, 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 they don't get safety animation. But even if they did, it's like I, I don't think I don't think Jamal Adams playing linebacker really changed those games enough to point where you like ah, he only won because Jamal Adams at linebacker. But you know, with the re- with the recent losses he has, and I think he lost what two in a row, and he almost lost to Ant uh, again. Yeah, he lost the goose. Lost to Goose. Yeah. Uh, do you think is he's there mentally? Because we see him no. be streaky. I think that's my problem with drama. He's yeah. streaky. Yeah. I don't know because like because I, I mean we know these games didn't matter. We don't know. We don't know how much drama put into them because he did. You know we knew week sixteen he had the division locked whether he won or lost. Um, that's not true. It's like, no, if he would have well, lost, I, I just want to. I just want to look. I, it's it's not. Necessarily discrediting the drama, it's I don't believe it. If that makes sense, like I don't believe it yet. So let me just run through the schedule. Eagles lost. Rams got well, blown that, out. That was a CPU game that he, he lost. CPU. Yeah, he lost a CPU game. Uh, uh, Cardinals he beat. Okay, he beat the Vikings. He uh lost to the Chiefs. We remember that game. He beat the Broncos. Um, he beat uh the Falcons. Then he beat the Saints. Then he played the Chargers. He beat the Chargers. Uh, played the Buccaneers. Beat the Buccaneers. Played the Panthers. Beat the Panthers. Got lucky enough to play the Raiders. Beat the Raiders. Um, played against the Patriots. That was actually a forced win for drama. So that was actually not played, but he got the win there. Uh, played oh. against the 49ers. Won. Played against the Rams. Got blown out. Played against the Cardinals. Lost. Played against the uh, 49ers and he won by he won by seven. He won that game. Uh, now so, he's got so obviously that's his season. Is, so my question is, he 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 won the games he was supposed to win, correct? What, yeah, yeah he, did he, he, he did his job. Yeah. Okay, he did his job. He wasn't consistent. He's now consistent. I, now, now I understand not praising him for his season, but you're discrediting him for his season. Like he didn't do like he was like what he was supposed to do. He won the games he was supposed to win. He did his job. You can't take that. You you can't discredit those wins. And he got two wins that no one thought he would ever fucking get, which was Z and K Mac. Now I get and I'll be like, oh, drama, you played great. You did this. You did this. Super Bowl bound. That makes sense. Whatever. He he won the games. Whatever. But where I feel like it's really discrediting that, and I feel like it's mostly because y'all would rather see him fail and lose to Apple. Rather than seeing him beat him and and be like excited, that's actually that's a, that's a, that's actually a lie. That's actually false because I'd rather see him win because it's better for chat. I honestly, I honestly don't care. I want to see him win. I want I want him to win. That's what I'm telling you. That's because I still think drama sucks. I'm just, I'm just telling you how I feel like drama. Won eleven games. How do you suck? But you won eleven or twelve games. 
I still uh, think he sucks. So, yeah, mine is extremely personal. Uh, I hope he loses. I hope all his players get hurt. Um, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's it's not like like that's just what it is because he in my division. Like I don't think he's yeah, terrible. Yeah. I, I don't think he's terrible at Madden. I, I like and I said it when I said it. Uh, he won the games he was supposed to win. Like I can't take that from him. I just yeah. you know. But I, I think the one thing we'll say that it's not discrediting drama when we say we don't like think he's like you know we think that the Packers are gonna win. The Packers are not an ordinary seven seed. These are the defending conference champions. Right, yeah. that nearly won the Super Bowl, pushed Mole to the brink to the last play. So it's you know, some fucking, of these predictions. Are, like that, I think like, that's a for instance, like it's kind of like um, uh, what's the Midnight Madness? I, so I tried to give uh-huh. it, a, so I tried to give it a shot, and oh, I, I realized <laughs> why I don't give it a shot because it's terrible. Um, but they <laughs> did say that. Um, <laughs> They said, oh, I don't know how people are putting drama down and how how are they disrespecting him by picking Hefe. Like, do you watch PML games? <laughs> I don't like, I don't think they're at that point where yeah, they're kind of wild. Like we all we we've all been here for we I think all of in this chat been here for three years at least. We have been here for four. Um we're to a point where we watch PML games. Like they're NFL. That's how we are. Balls deep in the middle. Like, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna start to watch this fucking game. I think they're kind of like, I don't know. Just they're they're just still on the eye, kind of looking in. Yeah. So I mean, it is. I think it's a little bit dis. I'm not say disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. We just know what it is. That's why the spread yeah. the way it is. <laughs> like, yeah. I was saying, I, I was going to mention. I really, he's the two seed. Yeah, here he is. He he's a you know he's a four point underdog. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, Bo, Bo can be true. That drama had a great season, but he's a major underdog against Hefe. Yes. Yeah. I I I I, 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 I great, great, great a great season. Yeah, a good season. Great, it's you know stretching. Hey, twelve wins, twelve wins is twelve wins, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna take away from that. I will. I have gladly take thank away from proving, that. I have a good idea. Everything I said. <laughs> I, I'm taking it. I'm taking it right away, right away. Um, I, if I if I got twelve wins with that schedule, I would say okay. I had a, 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 I'd, I'd, I'd be shocked if you got twelve had, wins with that schedule. I, I, I would say, okay, I had a good season. I, I want to say, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm great, and you better recognize. I still lost to all the comp in, in the league. Besides, I think C, if you had 12 wins with any schedule, I think you'd find a way to incorporate the number 12 into every single message you type for the next month. Probably not. <laughs> Uh, we don't. We don't get the. I don't have the mindset of I'm gonna text Bubba and tell him to let me uh, do this so I could uh, so I could get a win. Um, I'm gonna pay Bubba for. Well, we don't have that mindset here. We we might have it in Cleveland because I've heard it in Cleveland. What are you um, talking about? <laughs> this man said I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna DM I'm gonna I'm gonna DM Bubba and ask Bubba if he could let me win this game because you know yeah, it, it doesn't matter on his season. Maybe he'll give me a win. I don't. I don't do that. You know, I see the first or last here. You know what I mean? I'm in last place and I'm chilling in the last place. I'm gonna have fun because I'm nowhere near first. 
So, uh, you know, consolation prizes are nice, but they're not me. Um, let's move on to the next matchup. The next matchup. I want to say that game out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, he said whatever the hell y'all just did. (laughs) It came out of nowhere. Yeah, the the discrediting thing is getting to him. I don't know why. Just you just admitted you discredited. All I said was I pointed it out. That's it. What what did the discrediting have to do with what I just said? You took a shot at me, so I took a shot back. That was all that was. Because because you said if you got twelve wins, you'd be like, ah, okay, cool. Like, bro, we all know damn well you you'd blow. Just like anybody else, you're like, yeah, I got 12 wins. Like, you can't say shit. It's anybody else. You, and you're like, ah, I wouldn't say nothing about it. That, it's cool, but, you know, who cares? Oh, I use that as a defense when people talk shit. I, I do exactly what Drama's going to do. I just won 12 games. Drama could go uh, one in fucking 16 next season, and he'd be like, oh, I just won 12 games last season. That I could totally see. But I'm not going to act like, I, uh, you know, I'm the next thing. I'm going to take out KMFO. And I'm going to take out this guy. I'm going to take out that guy just because I won 12 games like he did. Well, that's, yeah, that's he, just his personality. And that's, <laughs> yeah, and that's the that you should have going into games that you, you're the underdog. Yeah, I'm going to win because I give you confidence to go and win. Yeah. You're going, that week. I, I'm, I'm going to lose. And why, why, why are you loading up if that's never your mindset? What's the point yeah, of you loading up? For, a you're like, listen, hey, I'm listen. not going to win. Fuck, I have no chance. Why are you loading up? Bro, you load up every week knowing that. You do that every single time. Right, I'm not going to win this game, but I'm going to load up. I've been your dad all cycle. Please. And with split two and two, you better, you better change that real quick. Next season, maybe win two games. I love it. Oh, I love man. it. <laughs> I hope this carries maybe over. Next season. <laughs> this is why I need to play better in the, in the season. Because I, I, I like yeah. my, I this care more about my This is why, this is why I need to play better in this season. Yes. You don't I, play I, good I, at all, bro. You don't a lot from us. Maybe you should have had some consistency. Maybe somebody would take you serious. To keep my draft pick where I need it, then I, I can actually go. Bro, you just blew a 30-point lead against me. Talking about I suck. Yeah, I had my fucking you feet up because you were a fucking clown for the first quarter. I was dealing with a fucking clown. And then I stopped fucking bad. playing. After I got my third bad. fucking pick, I stopped playing. I was like, yeah, this game's over. And then this guy wants to show up and start playing out of nowhere. I'm like, okay. But so, who, who ended up winning? Me? Why is that? Because I beat you? Who ended up winning? Who ended up winning? Who ended up winning? Exactly. Exactly. Show your face. You fucking wasted a pick on Ritter at second overall. I don't know. How do you waste a... How you waste a pick on Ritter? Get the worst quarterback. At least I went with defense. I went totally different from quarterback. You picked a quarterback and picked a lesser quarterback at the same. Like, how do you even do that? How do you do that? You thought you were a fucking genius with Ritter. You thought you were a fucking genius, and that blew up in your face. Oh, he runs my offense just fine. He fits my offense. Yeah, he did it just fine because you ended up in third place in the AFC North. So he did it pre- pretty perfect. Yep. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, bro. He yeah. operated that offense fucking uh-huh. perfect because you ended up at the fucking bottom of the division. So great, great, great GM skills. Got rid of all your weapons and got brought in a rookie QB. That's great GM skills. Um, <laughs> um, moving on, though, back to teams that matter, the playoff teams. Uh, we have the Indianapolis Colts 
versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Colts were discrediting. Chiefs uh, were thirteen and four. The Colts are ten and seven. So taking a look at this matchup, uh, obviously it's favoring the Chiefs because the Colts um, started off six and three, finished the season what four and two, finish out? No, 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 uh, four and four. Yeah, it would be four and four if they were six and three. So they finished the season out four and four. Um, you know, it's a new user in codes. How do you think this matchup's going to play out? Is there any injuries on either side, uh, uh, Cook? For the Colts, we are not going to be seeing Big Q, Quinn Allison, out for this week. And no Paris Campbell. And I know he's been uh, molding and really use uh, Campbell that much, but um, what's-his-face has codes slash chodes. And who's the other team? The Chiefs? The Chiefs, they don't have Mahomes, yeah. I know that. Yeah, so so the Chiefs are down. Mahomes are down. Their best sure. offense alignment, Orlando Brown, is out for this week. Mahomes is only mm. out for this week. So if he wins, Mahomes is back next week, as is Brown. And Zach Gentry, who I think is their two, number two tight end, is out for two weeks. So, uh, Q, I'm going to ask you, because you played uh, the Chiefs, and, you know, uh, I played the Chiefs, Jacoby Brissett was a quarterback, obviously. I forgot it was, uh, was it the suspension thing? I think it was a suspension. Um, so Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback, but and it was funny how he got he got the sim score suspension against the and we didn't push it back. But when it happened to be fallen and Bubba was involved, he must have complained enough that it, it, they changed the rule to now commissioners don't benefit from a suspension and they'll be pushed back a week. It, it was funny how that happened, um, but. You know, you played uh, Jacoby Brissett and was, not Patrick Mahomes. How did it change his offense? There are two different suspensions. One was from a CPU game. The other one's a sim score game or sim score suspension. Yeah, they were. So, sim score so suspension is... The two different things because you can't, you so, can't have so, a six... It's essentially six weeks because that's the average I think it is. For, for sim scores. So you can't, if he's suspended for three games, you can't just pause it for a week and then go two more. The, 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 the reason Bubba's was held was because some a, a commissioner pointed out his CPU rules, which the, the way the rule came up, I'm going to assume it was fallen, and it's time to trying to gain an advantage from getting it. A sim score suspension is a little different. That doesn't get pointed out. That's from a literal sim score being low. It's different than a commissioner pointing out an issue that needed to be suspended. But the, the issue I have with that is Fallen didn't make the CPU rules. Correct, but also no one no one really gave a fuck about it. So unless I assume Fallen, who played him next, was like, hey, I can get to play him without Josh Allen. Let me say something about this. Okay. Um, no, no, one else in, no one else in chat said anything about it. Not even, not even us. I Which mean, when crazy. Nat did, I mean, we, we've attacked, I think Kiko's done it, and we attacked him. Uh, you know, there's been plenty of people that have done it, and we attacked them. And we even looked at the Lions game, you know, after the fact, and saw you know, he played the Green Bay, he played the Packers CPU. Also, didn't, oh, no, 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 Cook, that was actually in a different league, because I saw the Packers CPU, and that was actually, oh, you yeah. were playing in yeah. a different league. I was like, I was looking at that. I was like, he was doing the show, and I was like, oh, that, that's not a good look. Um, but, you know, when it comes to this, 
Uh, you played Jacoby Brissett leading that Chiefs offense, uh, Q. Can you talk on how Jacoby Brissett changed the way he plays, or did he try to make the same throws and it, uh, you know, hurt him at the, in the end? Uh, he threw five interceptions. Uh, mm. So, he's, and I only won by like three. Um, it definitely, he definitely tries to make the same throws, and they're just not there. Uh, and you're able to get him to just force a lot of bad reads. And I I think that's going to be his downfall. Like, I think with Mahomes, I, he's the clear, clearly to me, the better coach if he had Mahomes. I mean, not coach, yeah. But if he had Mahomes, I think it wouldn't have been close. But with Brissett, Jacoby, um, it's just he throws a lot of picks. So I didn't see his recent games. Did he play better with him? Uh, last game she just played with him. Uh, so he just played the computer, and I think he lost his Z. Or yeah, he got Mahomes got injured game. in the game against Z Star. Yeah, he got hurt at the very end. He threw a pick, I believe, but it was like, or he could have missed the throw. He either threw a pick or missed the throw. One of the two yeah. happened, but it was so, like a minute left in the game. Yeah, but yeah. that went thirteen for sixteen for three touchdowns against the Niners, week seventeen, and then played the CBK. How many picks did he throw in that game? Uh, none. I think that game was just a straight blowout. Real quick. And, oh, and played three quarters. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen too much of him, you know, with that guy. I, I just... I wish he was Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to feel like I'm just saying cold is bad. Because I don't like him, I don't think he's I mean, terrible, and I don't think DK is bad. You're like, uh, HD. Yeah, 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 you're breaking up, HD. Um, I wanted to ask, do you think I, I had to, if I had to bet money on it, I would still take DK? That's what I'll say. All right, I want I want to ask you, who is the uh, the fakest playoff team out of all the all the playoffs? Who's got the least amount of a shot to win a game in the playoffs? Exactly what we said he would do. He come in. He beat. He only. He beat. Oh, there he is. Finally. He Harris? HD? I can hear you the whole time. I just can't talk to you so long. Yeah, you were, you were, you were choppy the whole time. What were you saying, though, about folks? I mean, he, I get, you know, he beat uh, depleted Texans. Um, and then, you know, he, he slipped one out with the backs of the Bills. So, he came in and didn't make any noise like he said he would, in my opinion. Ooh, um, so, I asked the question, who's the fakest playoff team? I, I think uh, that's a, the easy answer. Um, after I that, who would bet? I think that's got a better chance of being CEO than Chose does at DK. Really, even without uh yeah. Patrick Mahomes, even without Patrick Mahomes. Now, do you think that he has a better chance of being CEO because of his games, uh, like his user skill, or do you think it's more of a thing with CEO because he does get a a, a rep, uh, a rep of you know, not being. 
as mentally locked in starting the playoffs or having that, that miscue in the playoffs that leads to his downfall. Do you like what do you think? Is it is it more of vet being good enough to beat him or is it CEO making that mistake? I, yeah, I think it, I think it's both. I think Vets playing better, and CEO is going to undermine him, and you know, just come in like ah, whatever. I got, I got the, I got the Falcons. You know, fuck it. So um, you, you don't think CEO is still just going through fucking film? <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. CEO, CEO would be there. Yeah, You don't think what? I don't think he's going to take as much time and effort to prep like he would if he was going against you. Oh, no, I know he will. He he, he is very he, – he prepped a lot, but then what, all his prep, did, he did some overthinking that goes on. And that that is the, his worst thing when he, when he starts to overthink or, uh, you know, second-guess himself what he's reading. He's so. kind of like Goose. He's kind of like Goose because Goose can be good. Yeah. Like, that's what he does. Yeah, just uh, you know, he doesn't have that consistency that uh, CEO has of bringing his best game and you know, um, you know, battling through that indecisiveness. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, when it comes to the biggest uh, faker in the playoffs, take out that in the NFC South. Who is it? Is it is it Jack with the Ravens? Is it uh, Colts with the Colts? Is it is it uh, drama with the Seahawks? Could it even uh, honestly? I don't think anybody else. I mean, after that, maybe falling with the Dolphins. Um, I'd like to say Jack, but I mean, I, I think I think it's Code. I feel like I've, I haven't heard anyone talk about Code's passing, and I feel like if you can shut down his run game because he's so run heavy, I feel like that kind of knocked him off his grind, and. Um, you know, it'll it'll force him to pass, and he he might not be good at it. That's probably why he that's probably why he runs so much. Well, let, let we could get a so, scout point from Cook because scout report because Cook played him uh, more than a handful of times, right, Cook? Well, they say he's better than Cook because he's seven wins on him. Uh, I mean, so I wouldn't say Coates is run heavy. I think he's just playing to the strength of the Colts more than anything that you can run with the Colts, right? Like, the first game I played against Coates, he tried to pass the ball. It didn't work. And then he shifted to running out of shotgun, found some success out of that. And I think he's put that in pretty much every game he's played in PML since. So I think he's just kind of playing to the team, which I don't think Coates is a bad offensive player. It's just I, th- I think more of the defense is what worries me. I will say, I, then, I think PML run defense has kind of gone down as a whole. I don't think there's any defenses. I'm like, hey, I'm not running against this guy. like. Yeah, you know I mean, like last year, there used to be a lot of run. Last year, everybody had inside stuff. I'm kind of like, yeah. Uh, you you think that was more because of the ball? Do you think that was? Yeah. I thought it was. Portman scares me. Yeah. Um, it could be a ball hawk thing because there's more rushing attempts now. Um, but you you said the way you feel going into the game, so it's not really stat based. But I could say you know the stats might be a little different because of uh, ball hawk being on and people are more worried about throwing it. Um, but when it comes to um, you know codes, 
Uh, the defense, you, you mentioned the defense. Do you think he doesn't have what it takes to uh, hold up against that Chiefs offense? I know they don't they don't have Patrick Mahomes, so that's a big factor, but he still has all that speed. Uh, is yeah, Buckner back. back? Okay. Yeah, he's back. He's been back. You better um, just use her here. Yeah, no, but just throw the fuck out of that O line. <laughs> so I, I, I just think what Coe is like, he doesn't put enough enough thought into like you know, there's not there's not enough like thought into like what he's doing defensively, schematic. He's kind of just calling plays and vibing, right? I, I there's been two games this year where K Mac and Bubba, which is just. You know, gone to shootouts with him and said, fuck it. <laughs> and and he allowed them to get into those shootouts. Bubba went to the last game of the season saying, I'm going to go and air this rock out with Josh Allen. And he did nothing about it. So it's like, you know, in the playoffs, what are you going to do about that with the Chiefs, with Tyreek and Kelsey, right? You're just vibing out there. Because offensively, I think, like, every game he's played this year, he's, besides the Packers one, he's kept up offensively. So I think he can keep up against the Chiefs. They haven't been, you know, the number one defense by any means. It's just... You know, if he can, even with Jacoby Brissett, I'm a little worried about, you know, hopefully he goes in there with a game plan at least. Did anybody yeah, I, watch I, either the Broncos or the, the Bills game that he played? No, I, I played DK in a, I did DK's tryout game. DK's offense is very, very good. I don't think missing Mahomes will really mess yeah, up anything yeah. for him. Not in a game like this, always. Yeah. Um, Not in a game like this, no. I thought somewhat. I thought no, because didn't didn't really K Mac play at like two in the morning or something like that? Yeah, they played really. They played really, really late. I don't think so, so nobody watched it, but it'll be it, it. You know, it'd be interesting to to go back and look at that and see. You know what was happening between the Bills defense and the Broncos defense. And you know it could be a. a, a well, I know bad what happened thing. to the Bills defense. That man was trying to air rock out with Josh Allen, so he was just trying to get back on offense. <laughs> okay, oh, so and there was a lot oh, of that yeah, they, talk they versus the Broncos. Yeah, they said K Mac wasn't even playing defense. They're kind of just stat padding each other. Do you think that's um you know that's uh, a placebo that, that or be, false confidence? Would, I think it is because he got smacked the next week against Hepe, but. Bubba could have been doing that too, because Bubba's been talking about, oh, I need, I need Josh Allen X Factor, X Factor, X Factor. I need to be top five quarterback. He could have been giving it up because he knows he can sling the ball with Josh Allen. He could have just, he could have been doing the same thing K Mac was doing. Yeah, and I think we should go back and revisit Josh Allen and spend him because Bubba's in here listening, and I want him to hear that. I mean, we, I mean, technically, if they go back and review the game and see that, technically, you can take it away. I mean, if you, it's it's point shaving or stat padding, whatever you want to call it. The same reason him and Hype Mike can't play the preseason. So, and and here it is. Here here's another example of why we can't have nice things. You know, people always stretch the rule or stretch it to to get a benefit. So, um, well, you know, I think those two games, the Broncos and the Bills, kind of give him a false sense of confidence thinking that what he's doing is going to work against the, the Chiefs this week. Um, and I think that could really hurt him because you think something's going to work and you go into the game thinking something's going to work. Uh, I know everybody's been in this situation and then it doesn't work and then you're just scrambling saying, all right, you know, what do I do now? Like, how do I adjust? I know everybody's had to deal with that at some point. Um, and it definitely, you know, put yourself in a hole before you're able to figure it out. 
So it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, Mahomes is not involved, but I don't think it hurts him this week. It might hurt him next week. Who knows? Depends on who he plays. Um, but so, I think he's he's back after this game, right? Uh, if he wins, right? So the one thing I'll say for Coates, right? For his Pat to win the game, I think you cannot go behind early like he did to the Packers, right? If he keeps it close, I think if he keeps it close in the first quarter and a half for halftime, I think Coates can keep it close the entire game and put the pressure on the Chiefs. And we haven't seen DK in the playoffs in PML yet, so we'll see how you know he reacts to that and what Coates does. Obviously, we don't really have the playbook in either of these guys. These are both up PML rookies, so it's going to be a fun game to watch regardless. But I think if Coates keeps the game close, he can make the plays in the fourth quarter to pull it out. Yeah, yeah that's going to be the goal. Right? A, I kind of hope this game is played at a decent time because I, I, I'd like to see slash do a red zone with hooking on before it. So yeah, I, I, think I, I definitely would this like that. This will be one of the this will be one of the matchups that like you're like, oh cool, they're playing at the same time. You're like, this is a matchup that I really want to see. Yeah, exactly. Um moving on to the next matchup, we'll get to Detroit Lions versus the Los Angeles Rams. And Q, you're on the show. Let's talk about your matchup. Um, you know, you're playing the Lions. Any injuries on either side to cook? Um, for the Rams, uh, Q can probably answer that. They're pretty clean, right? No, I got a ton of fucking injuries. Oh, all right. Well, so any, any key players? <laughs> yeah. Any key players? Yeah. Two of my fucking starting D linemen. All right. So, uh, and Woodward, Andrew Woodward. Well, on the plus side, he doesn't running back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on defense, he said Ashawn Robinson and Sebastian Joseph Day are both out for the week. And Ty Johnson um, is suspended. Yeah. But he Lions, doesn't have Ty Johnson. Yeah, the Lions, they have um, uh, by time when their offensive lineman is hurt. I don't know if he starts, but uh, Nicholas Morrow is out for three weeks, and I think he's a starter on that defense. And then, of course, Ty Johnson is suspended. That's the big news with Ty Johnson being suspended. Um, Ty, he's not going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter, Q. I just Ty Johnson, uh, you know, benefit your game plan going into this? I, it's gonna make, do you think it's going to make it easier to make him one-dimensional? Uh, but he still has DeAndre Swift, or are you worried about DeAndre Swift? I'm not really too worried about his name anymore because uh, clearly fucking Todd Johnson was 93 speed, 92 acceleration. So DeAndre Swift, 90 speed, 90 excel. He still has high change of direction. Uh he doesn't really have too high break tackles, so we just have to contain him. Uh, Ty Johnson yeah, don't get your ankles to, broken. Yeah, Ty Johnson was able to get to the second level, uh, like, fucking amazingly somehow. So I don't mind him running. I just don't want him – I don't want to feel like, oh, I'm going to call a play action and he's going to beat me over the top. Like, I don't ever want to get to the point where I, I don't – I shouldn't have to sell for the run like I was going to try to do against Ty Johnson. So – uh, I'm sure he has some stuff, you know, that I haven't seen. Uh, and so we just going to, you know, keep it all in front of us, make him work downfield. Uh, because I was able – last time I played him, I didn't have any problems against his defense. I couldn't really run the ball against his front seven um, when we did play, though. So I'm going to have to play uh, – you know, I'm just going to have to step my game up passing the ball. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I can't give away too much of the game, man. So he um... – He's interesting because even without the lack of team, he, he's somebody that runs the ball well and, you know, plays run defense well. Do you think he 
he has a great understanding of run fits and you know running. Yeah, so uh, when I was watching his goal line stands against CEO, and I was like just looking at the where he had his defensive players and where they were at and how they were covering the holes. I was like, okay, he he knows where they're going. He knows who's going where, who's stopping who, and he's. He's confident in it. He's. I'm, I'm like, what fucking defense is that? I need to start calling that. But no, I think he. He just. He knows football. He definitely has a football mind mixed in with him being young and knowing Madden and having <laughs> and being. Uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. He know a lot of things that you know most people don't know. So uh, it's a very interesting uh, game for sure. But I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a, a good one. So uh, originally, you know Ty Johnson's out. Did like has he said anything? No, he hasn't said anything about it. But I'm sure he knows. I'm I think he, the tag he already. I think he already knew Ty Johnson was going to be out before this happened. Probably that could have been that could have been a hey, I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to just take the hit on Ty Johnson. Yeah, because it only be what two games. Fuck. It'd be two games if he yeah, wins probably. and then wins his next one. We'll have him back. Yeah. He got it down after week 18. So maybe he was hoping week 18 was the week. <laughs> that that or he, you know, the division was wrapped. So it could go either yeah. way. Yeah, which it was. So uh, but I don't know. And I don't know if I necessarily need to watch any tape because I don't feel like he has go-to plays. Like, I don't know. I just feel like everybody kind of do the same thing. They try to run the ball. If they can't run it, they just hit you with play action crossers, and you just got to know where the crosser comes. Like, it's not like this complex-ass shit, really, with a lot of coaches. It's just the same shit over and over, and you just – Yeah, tell them, Tell them. It's, tell them. it's, not, it's yeah. not as much – I mean, it's chess, but it's also checkers at the same time. Like, you just got to keep it simple and, you know, convert. That's That's all. You know, don't turn the ball over, so – I kind of felt what run and shoot, run and shoot. I kind of did you hear? Did you hear what he said about your mom? But I kind of felt what Hefe said. Like sometimes when you do watch these tapes and games, you start thinking, "Oh, I know, I saw that. I'm gonna do this." And you and you do some stupid shit, and then it's a one play touchdown, and you knew to play the whole time. So like, yeah, I, I think I'm just better now this season. Like I haven't been watching tape. I just watch the games, and then like I just play. So that's what I'm gonna do. We just gonna. Go in there and play and see what happens. Bro, have yeah. fun. Okay. <laughs> Just Did you hear what he said? Did you about your fun. family, too? That so, was crazy. What he said about your family was crazy. Because you were having fun, bro. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring two stats up here that, like, uh, we haven't really even, like, mentioned yet. So, what you talk about is run defense. The, the Lions' pass defense is the number one pass defense in yards per game in the league. And they're the number one overall that, defense. Wait, it's the way he okay, plays fast. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know who yeah. game I was looking at, and he like called some cover three match, and like the safeties, like the corners, like they they started to go back, and then they came up and played the flats, and then the safeties like start coming up too to pick up the corner routes. I'm like, what the fuck defense is this, bro? Like, how? how oh, how, I I know exactly what he did. Exactly. Why am I even exactly. supposed to throw the ball to in this instance? Like, if I had to play against <laughs> that, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do against that? Like, I would have been lost. Like, okay, that is that is genius. That is actually genius that he did that because um, what you have, what what he did was change those corners to soft squats, and the soft squats play match cover. So. If the guy goes vertical on a soft squat, he's going to match him and go vertical with him. 
if he does it, he's going to play it like a uh, like a uh, yeah. like a like a Tampa two flat. Like he's going to back up, then he's going to go forward. And what's a genius about that is with a cover three match, he's assuming you know he's going to be all set because those two seam flats that are played in the cover three match cover anything that going vertical. So basically, nobody's going to get vertical on him. If anybody's going to get vertical, it's going to be the running back. And if he's watching that running back and he doesn't go vertical, then he's he's got that all locked up. He's got everything yeah, locked like, up. Like when, like when he's when, like when he saw nobody go vertical. When he saw nobody go vertical, that corner came to the fucking line. Of, he ran so fucking yeah. fast. I yeah, was like, it's a soft spot. what the fuck? I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna throw. I'm not gonna throw that, into that goofy ass shit. That is, that is, that is <laughs> genius. That is, that is very clever. That is very, very clever. So like, I definitely, know some stuff. So you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, know your stuff better. You, I have to know my reads. I have to go through my progressions. Uh, I can't let the defense fool me. Uh, you know, watch the safeties at the snap, stuff like that. You know, and just play a good, a good. It got to be a clean game. That, that is no, that is, but that is wild. That's some type. That's great innovation. That's that's a type of mindset you have to have as a coach. Yeah. So the other uh, spectrum I was gonna go on the pass defense and the pass offense of the line. So they're the number four rush rank, but passing they're the number twenty one offense. And he's talked about it a couple of times how he's like you know not fully sold on Baker Mayfield. And we've seen whether it's with HD or uh, Mike Baker just throws those weird inaccurate passes. So that could be a way you know, to get excited. I'm glad that that happened, just for the simple fact that people know it's not just me bitching. <laughs> I think Baker really is broken in Madden, as this kind of just shows it. But I'm not mad. I won, I, I won out on that trade. <laughs> no, I definitely think there's some, there's some truth to that. But um, I don't know. I don't care. I'm trying to kill him. You know, it's up for hype, Mike. <laughs> it's uh, fuck him up. Oh, did, you hear, did you did you see what he said about your family? That was crazy. No, I, that's not my motivation. My motivation is people like really like people. I don't know. Like I think that punter shit like pissed me off when I lost the FA punter. Should have pissed me off. That was and bad. Then, it didn't piss me off. I just knew it was his defense. But like motherfuckers think that. All right, so um, I'm I'm actually gonna move on to a very no, interesting matchup. We got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Baltimore Ravens, and these teams going down the stat line pretty closely matched. Uh, 31 for 31 on the estimated score, uh, 35 points for to 34 points for, 27 points against to 26 points against. Um, I mean, up and down, it's it's pretty even. Offensive total yards, 385 to 381. Uh, defensive total yards, 390 to 395. I mean, I've never – this is really, really close. Um, even the stacks are close. One offensive stack is at 0 0.8, uh, 1.8 to 1.6. Everything's close here. Um, do you think it's going to be that close? It's close on paper. Do you think it's going to be that close within the game? Uh, no. I think it could be. They're asking. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. Though, yeah. I think out of all the games, I think this is the trap game. Mm. Yeah, and I think I think to echo on that, I think Z between playing Codes and the Colts and Lamar and the Ravens, I think he would prefer to play the Colts just yeah, because it's but, Lamar and the Ravens. Yeah, this is the trap game because well, you don't. Know, because well, we, we talked about it yesterday too. 
what you were saying? Well, we talked about it yesterday, too, that their, their game last year, they played super close, and he lost because he didn't get out of bounds. He tried to hurry up offense. But then, yeah. like you just, you just mentioned, if Codes does win, you know, if Z wins, he's got to play Codes. So it's like, I think, I think he's got to play Codes if he wins. Um, so it's like he could also win. He'd be like, okay, I want to win just to play Codes after Codes was talking crazy. No, nah, I, think, I think Z's gonna come in. I think Z's gonna come in prepared regardless. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a Lamar. Uh, I don't. I don't think we're gonna see Lamar in the pocket. I think he's gonna go crazy well, with I Lamar. I think, and I think that's why. And I think that's what makes it a trap game. Yeah. So uh, you're never really prepared so, for Lamar. So yeah, yeah, you can't really. There's not. There's you could prepare for Lamar as far as know it's coming, but there's really no preparing for Lamar. Um, and he, if I talked to him and he, he was pretty much asking me about Lamar, and I was like, listen, <laughs> Jack is weird. Jack will play like he did with Lamar when he played against me and against Wimmy in the playoffs, and then he'll go away from it. And he'll be like, oh, I don't know what I did different. Uh, sir, what you did different was use Lamar how he's supposed to be used compared to trying to make him a pocket passer. And you, you, he ain't got it like that. He ain't no – he has a pocket passer. I would love to see him without Lamar because I don't think he's got it like that. I think he's middle well, of the pack well, he's, at best. He's trying to trade him. So, I mean, he could. Maybe no, he, he, too resigned much him. For him. He, he resigned him. You can still trade him. He's got the content points. If he gets a good I, Lamar, I, he can still I, I, Yeah, but I, he'll I, get I, murdered on the cap. Yeah, right? the cap I pray. <laughs> it won't happen, but I would pray for him to trade Lamar because he's definitely not like that. Like, if you force him I to think, stay in the pocket and pass, on him right now. He, he is not, not going um, to perform well. He's not. And he, he doesn't run the ball that well to make you fear his running game as well. So, um, I think... It, Lamar, if he's doing this thing with Lamar, he can make it close. But if he uh, Z, um, I pretty much told Z, listen, have a game plan for Lamar, but don't come out worrying about Lamar immediately. And make uh, see if he does it, and then when he does it, then you start to worry about it because Jack's weird where he won't use him some days and use him the others. You know what I mean? Uh, the days he does use him, that's when you got to worry. Yeah, if he he's gonna try he's gonna try to do everything he can to win this, especially after losing in the playoffs last season. Um, you know, we've been talking about how that playoff win, you know, kind of gives you that respect, and him getting a playoff win in the first round against Z would be huge. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely got to come prepared because he's gonna be going up against uh, Ray, uh Lamar Jackson two point next round possibly. Yeah, so, I mean, what was it? Uh, Jack came within, like, three seconds of beating Wimmy. He was pretty much there. Like, he played a really good game against uh-huh. Wimmy, a good playoff-style game. So, I think he's capable of doing it. And just the way Z plays, right, if he doesn't get on your neck early then, and you don't make those mistakes, it's going to be a closed game. And, you know, sometimes that works against him. So, I would say for the Ravens to try to win this game, obviously, we talk about Lamar Jackson. You guys team up Lamar. Um and with Z, there's there's two things, right? He he has a good balance offense, so you got to watch out for the run with Eckler, Michelle, and also you mentioned Z doesn't take sacks, which sometimes works against him. To where if you get pressure, he's gonna throw the ball. He's not gonna take that sack, and you might be able to get a pick. So maybe you know work that into your game plan. Okay. 
Yeah, so I, I, I know what's funny too about these defense, they play a lot of the same defense where it's been, but don't break. Like, he, I think uh, HD said it season one, like when he played him, HD, uh, you could talk about it, but it's a lot. Their defense are very similar. It's been, but don't break. But who does it better? Who we'll do you think does it better? The game. I'm about to say, I guess, guess we're going to find out <laughs> real soon. <laughs> Um, but you know, uh, we'll move on because we're we're already up against it anyway. Uh, we're, we're pretty deep into this episode. We've got one more matchup to talk about. That's Atlanta Falcons and the Dallas Cowboys. In what way, shape, or form do the Atlanta Falcons win this? That's what yeah. I ask. The only way he can win if he can do whatever fucking juking he was doing when he played JT and won us all those points. He, that man was <laughs> like he wasn't so. He had to be on conservative, whatever he was doing. But he was just, like, stopping and going, stopping and going, running around a CPU. And I'm like, how is he doing this? It was that my right Yeah, like, he would just, like, stop, run around, stop running. I'm like, bro, that's all I got to do? I don't need to time this juke. Um, so that's his only chance. He's not going to be able to do that against uh, CEO. Uh, CEO is going to be prepared. He doesn't have Kyle Pitts. He's gonna, CEO has a good defense. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he plays so fundamental. So um, the only way I can see him winning is if he gets uh, is Cal- Calvin Ridley. Yeah, if he gets Calvin Ridley going, because that was big against JT. A lot of one-play touchdowns uh, that he had. And, you know, CEO, he stays in cover three shells. So if you can try to get Ridley matched up with the slower corner, other two, other two guys on the outside. That'll be a chance to attack. Outside of that, I just don't see him doing enough defensively to win this game. Uh, and that's what it all come down to. He he won't be able. To, it'll be hard on offense, and his defense is just gonna get fucked yeah. up. So. so so Q, you played a close game with Vet. So what do you think Vet could do from that game that can translate to this game with CEO? Uh, he had Kyle Pitts that game. He doesn't have Kyle Pitts this game. <laughs> uh, that's literally nothing. <laughs> I had to literally like. Bro, like he threw a ball up to Cal Pitts and <laughs> nobody reacted but Cal Pitts and he just ran it in for a one play <laughs> touchdown. And then I like had to literally double Cal Pitts. He is still passing to him, he is still getting it. And then once Cal Pitts went out the game, it just was downhill from there. So, so that's uh, why he won the game against And so outside of that, I think you know, keep keep leaning on Calvin really and keep doing whatever he's doing as far as if he can run around defenders. Like he did against JT, that's his best shot. Honestly, do whatever that was. Uh, but without Kyle Pitts, I just don't see it happening because he just does so much for that offense. He 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 gets attention even when he's getting attention. He's still making plays, uh, and you know you have to focus your offense there, uh, your defense there. So when he's not in the game, you really don't fear anything that Vet does on offense. Uh, and so I don't think it's nothing he can do since when I played him that's going to change that. Mm, yeah, so the one thing I think about how Vet can possibly pull this game off is I think about CEO in season five of last cycle where he played JT in the wildcard round, I believe. And JT beat him. <laughs> that was a different JT, but the formula that JT used was just defense, right? It was just defense. It was okay. forcing turnovers. It was making uh, CEO uncomfortable. And obviously, JT gives a lot of exotic looks that can get you really burnt, but when it works, it really works. So. For a vet, maybe just, you know, you just got to go completely exotic on defense and just try to throw CEO off his element. Obviously, you have to stop Z first, but 
you know, as far as those passing attack, you know, just throw them different looks and see if you could force a turnover. Yeah, and he, has, you know, he does a lot of dig routes and in routes. Uh, he doesn't really throw checkdowns. That's what a lot of people don't realize about CEO pass, CEO's passing game. Like, the checkdown will be there, and he just won't take it. And no matter how many times you tell CEO this, he just never looks for checkdown. That's just not how his progressions work. So, um, just know that when he's passing, you have to stop Zeke. If you let him run, he's just going to run all game. So, first thing, stop the run. Then when it comes to passing, uh, you know, cover the corner route from tight end. Uh, hide your defense the best you can. But like I said, those digs and those seams – uh, and then he'd throw a comeback in there. He'd do a lot of things on offense, but it's the same stuff. If you watch yeah. tape on CEO, like he, exactly what you see in that game is exactly what you'll see. Uh, and he just has to convert it. So uh, it'll it'll be good though. I, I like like you said. I think if he can, you know, show him those different looks, that's his best chance. Because if you don't show him different looks, he's just gonna eat you up. <clears throat> All right. So. Um... That does it for our last matchup. Anybody got anything to add before we head out? Uh, it's up. Um, <laughs> what's today? What's today? The 16th? 16th. Uh, my birthday on Friday. So for my birthday wish, I got a first round win against the Detroit Lions. Coming to y'all soon. All right. Um, oh yeah, and that, we got the national championship coming up today, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, Deloitte, Deloitte, say know. it with me, baby. Go Bama. No, you Go bitch. Bama. I can't say the other time. Hey, go, go Bama. That's no. <laughs> the most you're going to get from me. Um, <laughs> go Bama players, or I'm going to fuck you up. Well, everybody, everybody in PML have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully not.